Hey, Juliet. Yeah, Max? What's that one show? What's it called, you know, where you expect the unexpected? Oh, that would be Celebrity Big Brother. Welcome back to the Little Brother Podcast. I'm Juliet, and with me is Max. Hello, everyone. So last week we made a draft, obviously. We picked our players for our teams. And before the first episode even started, you proposed another trade. Uh, I traded Tamar Braxton for Ricky Williams, because I just couldn't live another day without Ricky Williams being on my team. And also just want to apologize. Uh, we were calling Tamar Tamar. And it's Tamar, so noted. We will we, get it right from here on out. That's right. This was a pretty crazy week. Four episodes in five days. Yeah, we have a lot to discuss. We do. We have a lot to discuss. But first, here's a quick recap. The celebrities finally entered the house, and Celebrity Big Brother is underway. The first competition is upon us. The house guests pick partners before we begin. Eva Marie and Cato are not picked, and as a result, the two are safe for the week. The competition is close, but Team Jonathan and Ryan come out victorious. Afterward, Julie Chen Moonvez drops a bomb. Ryan and Jonathan will compete to become the first head of household for the season. But there's a twist. The loser of the competition will automatically go on the block. Ryan wins and becomes the HOH, while Jonathan is the first celebrity on the block. Jonathan and Ryan swiftly form a final two, and then they gather Lolo, Tamar, Candy, and Eva Marie to form a power alliance. After the group discuss the nominations, Ryan says he's going to put up the Mooch and Dina. Diana? Dina? I don't know. I think it's Dina. But Jonathan secretly suggests putting up Tom instead of Dina in an attempt to save his second mother in the house. Nomination time. Much to the surprise of the ladies, Ryan nominates the Mooch and Tom to join Jonathan on the block. The alliance is shook. Before the veto, arguments occur. Why is Tom on the block instead of Dina? Is Jonathan running Ryan's HOH? Lolo gets upset at both Ryan and Jonathan. Tamar and Candy argue over their past. OMG, the winter is heating up. The house guests compete for veto. Ricky Williams smokes the competition and wins the veto. Before the veto ceremony, Ryan pitches to Ricky to take Jonathan off the block and then to put up Lolo instead. Ricky says, interesting, and then tells Lolo all of this. Ricky Williams just loves the drama. The veto is not used. So Jonathan, Tom, and the Mooch are on the block. Now it's finally time to vote. But wait, there's another twist? The Mooch was never a cast member? He's off the block because he doesn't exist? So there's a bonus fake news veto to play. Ryan then puts up Candy as a replacement nominee. Candy is confused. Kato wins the veto and then saves Tom Green. Ryan needs to put up another nominee. So he puts up Joey on the block. Whoa! Jonathan, Candy, and Joey are officially on the block. These are the final nominations. The house votes. Jonathan is not fetch. 
he is evicted with six votes. With a big target out of the house and a new HOH up for grabs. All bets are off. Big week. Big week indeed. Like I said, four episodes in five days. And we got another one coming up on Sunday. It's just like everything is accelerated. And I guess we knew that we were going to get just a big brother crammed into one month. But whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Um, Well, the first thing that, you know, we should probably talk about is that first competition they did, which was the Champagne Pairs Comp, which they've done before different kind of variations of on regular Big Brother. But that's when two players are kind of swinging back and forth, pouring champagne or some kind of liquid substance into another glass in order to win. Right. And then they're approached with this like moments after getting into the house. Yeah. And it's already time to pair up. So it was a partner competition. They kind of did it like our draft, sort of. It was it was dodgeball-y, you know, when you're choosing your teams. But this time it was good to be picked last because um, Natalie, Eva, Marie, and Cato officially are just safe. Yeah. For not being picked. Wow. Good for, good for Natalie because I think that she would have been walking around with a big old target on her back this week. With how many nominations got flung around this week, I mean... This was a good week to be safe. So Jonathan and Ryan actually won this one, and they're all excited. But then Julie dropped this bomb on the house that one of them will be HOH, and the other will be the first house guest on the block. And that's mental pandemonium for Jonathan, who can't stop making faces. It goes from the highest of the highs to the lowest of the lows. Because, of course, when you win a competition like this, you'd, you'd absolutely assume that you're going to be safe as well. But, of course, there can be only one HOH. This happened to one of the worst people to happen to, I feel, in this house because this forced uh, Jonathan to accelerate his gameplay and he played way too hard. I mean, in some ways, it's kind of a disservice to only have a month of this show to work with. It's celebrities, so it's still fun. We're still like following along with it. But yeah, the accelerated way that you have to do it, it does mean you have to show your cards a little sooner than you would. Ryan won the HOH. Yeah, the blockhead got him. You won uh, the block D. The block D. Overall, he's kind of surprising you in this game. He is. I can't tell if he's just getting really lucky, which is a Ryan Lochte trait, just blind luck or what, but he teamed up with somebody who was smart that made him make pretty decent decisions for himself, and oddly, he was not getting a lot of flack this week, even though he was the one... That was the head of household. Jonathan was getting a lot of the attitude for it because they figured Jonathan was the one pulling the strings. Well, yeah, and and simply Jonathan was on the block and Ryan was safe. He was the head of household, so next week could be a way different story. So the super alliance they attempt to form, Ryan, Jonathan, Lolo, Natalie, Tamar, and Candy, and then Lolo tries to get Joey because they've all agreed that, like, yeah, Joey would be a good one. Joey... Before she even gets it out of her mouth, says, I hate alliances, alliances are stupid. Kind of putting him in the place of, great, well, you are a floater now until we decide to get rid of you. So the super alliance of seven became the super alliance of six. And then Tom Green found himself in a Cato and Mooch sandwich at one point, And they asked him to be an alliance with him. So he aligned with Mooch and Cato. So we had this, this trio of gentlemen the Cato Tom relationship has evolved for this, which is great. Um, that alliance was that really alliance? Well, I mean, like the, now we know it wasn't. Yeah, well, we, exactly. Mooch started it. He started it. He started it. It just felt like three dudes. Just it was like the most half-assed form of a. Actually, both of them were, but like that one was just 
Oh, you guys want to form an alliance? Sure. Hey, we're older. And then two of them end up on the block. What what a great alliance. Two of them end up on the block, <laughs> and then at the end, the two of them kind of like seal their fate and make an actual real, some a final two that I can get behind, and they're not even on my team. Yeah, it's crazy because I think that's also where Jonathan went wrong, because why would he not approach Kato to be in an alliance when he already pro- approached Natalie Eva Marie? Um so why wouldn't you approach the two people that are already guaranteed safe, too, so you know that you're going to have a bond at least for, like, another week? Right. Approach them, but also, like, don't don't form an alliance with the first person to talk to you in the house. It just seemed like high school to me. It seemed like he formed an alliance with all the in shape, and they're all around the same age, kind of like, oh, we're the cool kids. I mean, he you know? basically tried to create the plastics. <laughs> In fairness, this game kind of approached him really fast. Lolo was very upset with uh, Ryan. Yeah, and day three. She she couldn't she couldn't hold on. Couldn't hold on. So angry. So uh, angry. She just gave the finger to a picture of the two of them right. while the two of them are sitting next to her. Yeah, day three. You know, <laughs> and her main anger is that Ryan and I are Olympic people for the USA. We should be friends. We've known each other for seven years. He's yeah. got a final two with him because they're playing pool together. Granted, they do have a final two together, but how about you just approach them and go, what's going on here? Or just keep that in your back pocket of, well, they right. think I'm working with them, but right. you know, just know what's going on. She already has a final two with Natalie to the point where she and Natalie walk into a room together. Natalie walks in. into the room that Tamar and... Lolo are like laying in and then just starts talking to Lolo about their final two, completely oblivious that Tamar is, Tamar is laying in bed right there. Right there. So she's talking about needing a final two name and Tamar's just silently laying there, just letting her talk. And then when she gets caught, Natalie has nothing to say. And she just looks like an idiot. Well, what is there to say? That was, well, she should look like an idiot. That was pretty bad. But wait, we're glossing over what happened next which natalie looks like an idiot but then somehow lolo and tamar almost went to blows because tamar said something that's just kind of in her vernacular which is all like do not get yourself throat punched lolo took that as an actual for real threat then the two of them come to an argument where lolo's saying i will get physical i will fight right now and she's like i was not trying to fight you i just said you will get throat punched if you keep talking like this this could have been all avoided by just simply Jonathan just saying, hey, I want to switch the votes up to this because this, this, and this. Dina, we can get out next week, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. Here's yeah. how I feel Jonathan should have handled this entire situation is when he found out that one was going to... Well, honestly, when he found out that Dube was going to be HOH and he was going to be on the block, just lay low because you still have your alliance of six people that you created. You figure out who's who's a bigger target than you. Who who do people not really care and don't mind getting out of the house? Well, Mooch. Mooch was an easy pick. They got Mooch onto the block. All, like Everybody was cool with that. Then they threw Dina's name out. He could have just said, look, I don't mind us putting Dina up, but please everybody remember she is a weak player. Mooch is really smart, so our goal should be to get him out. Like We'll put Dina up. I'll talk to her so she doesn't get mad at us. But we gotta. We all have to agree that we're going for Mooch. That's how you play Big Brother well. That's how you get the target off of you and onto someone else, yet still keeping your family safe. But of course, he didn't do any of that and no. just kind of got into ultimate paranoid mode. Giant Me eyeballs. Too. Yeah, I mean, essentially, this has happened before in the game 
you know, if you're the person that like fails to like an early season twist and you end up on the block even though you won a competition, generally just playing a nice guy and you know, getting along with people. But the second you start playing that you're a person that's a threat to me and my game, yeah, you're on the block. This is really convenient. Like it's time to take you out. Wow, what an early present to this game. Mm-hmm. Jonathan definitely knew how to play. He just played way too many steps in like one day. Yeah. Let's get to the veto though. Um, Ricky Williams wins the veto. And he said he was just trying to lay low, but he's just a competitor. So he wins that veto. And Tom was so close to winning it. He was. Tom Green was really close. Gravity I like how was his biggest downfall. That competition was kind of whack, I think. Uh, the gold bars on the rotating... Uh, Platform. It was like Colt. It was like a little... Yeah, like, it was a, a, a horseshoe. Horseshoe. Hor- horseshoe. It's the Colt's logo. Um, <laughs> yeah, stacking gold bars. Sometimes, where did they come up with this stuff? I don't know. And um, what was the theme? Like, what did it have to do with, like, the theme New of York. this house? Yeah, I guess all the competitions, the champagne pour, that's very Manhattan-esque. Um, right. uh, knocking over... Um, Buildings. Building, like billboards. S- yeah. You know, it's movie. And then we got uh, bucking Broncos and horseshoes and gold. Yeah. That's so New York of you. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's like what upstate looks like and we just don't know. I've been to upstate New York and it does not <laughs> look like that. We live in Texas. So that's what it looks like. like that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, Ryan goes up to Ricky and just says, mm-hmm. all the guys, we need to stick in it together. Let's blah, pull blah, blah, this. And then Ricky just doesn't care because he just wants to stress everyone out. And he picked the right person because he goes right up to Lolo and goes, hey, he's got a, I don't know. He's just got a backdoor plan for you. So I'm not going to use the veto. And, uh, yeah, I think that we're on our third episode by then. So (laughs) some crazy stuff is going down. And um, it's funny because Jonathan, that was his second attempt to get off the block now. Yeah, but at the end of it, Ricky ended up keeping the nominations the same. And Jonathan, Mooch, and Tom Green are still on the block. And that's the end of episode three. But he got another chance to save himself. Well, yeah, so let's talk about this great twist. Um... The Mooch was never part of the show? Yeah. Anthony Scaramucci was just there for kicks? So I saw some headlines of articles that he quit the show, but apparently this was just a twist all along that he was supposed to be on the show. Right. And he was part of a big twist veto competition that he was just saying a lot of stuff, which started to make sense because he did say a lot of stuff about the White House. A lot of weird things. Like yeah. comments that kind of didn't make sense and you're like, why is he doing this? And the competition is a fake news competition where there's a bunch of headlines of stuff he said while he was in the house and you're supposed to guess how many were true statements and how many were false, I guess, headlines. Um, so I kind of, after seeing how it all played out, I want to feel like this was a plan all along, mm-hmm. but there's another reason of, hey, I got to quit that, sh- quit the show. I'm on the block. I don't want to get voted off. All right, well, let's make this into yeah. a twist into the competition. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get fired again. Um, yeah, kind of crazy. It was a weird oh, twist, weird. but it was, I don't know. Sometimes it's like not a twist of just like, oh, by the way, he was never on this show he all was, to begin with. He was just a plant. Hey, I know what you're thinking, America. Wow, they got Scaramucci on this show. Oh my God, that totally goes with the New York thing. Whoa, what a twist. He's part of the house. He was just like a piece of furniture there from New York. He was a character. He created Tomato, as someone brilliantly called it on Twitter today. Tom and Cato, Tomato. He created that because he said, hey guys, like the three of us, we should team up. If he had every intention of leaving in three days from then, 
Why would he put those two together? So it's a little bit of good producing there, I think, as well. Yeah, and then right away they wise up, and then this is not good for Jonathan because those two start discussing. Ricky Williams gets in the, involved, and here's Lolo. Here's Eva Marie. Boom, bang. We're taking Jonathan out. He's a threat. Goodbye. I can't blame them. Yeah. He's on my team. He was my first draft pick, but you can't blame them. He played too hard in the wrong way, and it just didn't go well. He should have laid low, been cute and sweet the whole time, and he did not. Right. And then, of course, Ryan now, with Tom getting pulled off the block, Ryan's got to get even more blood on his hands. Like, talk about for a week, he's had to put up um, Tom and... Mooch. Tom and Mooch originally, then he had to put up Candy, and now he's got to put up another person, which ended up being Joey Lawrence. Which was easy. He should have done that. Whoa, he should have done that in the first place. Um, I thought that's what they were going to do. So that's uh, a lot of people left in the house, and his main ally, his final two, uh, C'est La Vie, is out the door. So now Ryan, of course, can't compete in the next HOH, so I think that dude's in some... Hot swimming pool water. Hot swimming water and his hot little Speedos. He's swimming laps in some boiling water (laughs) with some hard-boiled eggs. My takeaway, though, is Ricky Williams, Tom Green, and Cato, you know, of course I made the trade. I think they're playing a pretty interesting game. And you're talking about if one of those three guys wins HOH, Maybe because he's a wild card, preferably not Ricky. But if Cato wins HOH or Tom wins HOH, you know they got Ricky's back. And then uh, a new alliance is going to form next week. Those guys are kind of in the power play right now. And there's clearly our outcast that we're seeing. We're seeing that Joey, Dina, and slightly Candy now are kind of on the outside looking in. So those are kind of the people that are no blood on my hands. Mm -hmm. Put them up. We see some power players coming up, and they're obviously going to be big targets. We've got Ryan Lochte, who is all muscle and weirdly showing brains for someone that I've never seen brains in before. We've got um, Lolo with her anger issues and her big mouth. Um, Kato's obviously going to be a good player, and he's kind of loud. Natalie is not showing that she's very intelligent, but she has this ridiculous ridiculous body that once we see her in a competition it's going to be insane so I mean I think we're in a good place team wise for our draft because we are now to five versus five because you lost one and I lost one I lost one person that never existed apparently (laughs) but now we're down to five and five um I'm sad to see Jonathan go um not as much mooch because it felt like he was going to go anyways so that's why it's so weird that, oh, what a twist. I'm part of the competition. It, they just took out a huge power player. And I got to say, we were trying to predict who would be this year's Shannon Elizabeth. I was thinking it was going to be Natalie Eva Marie. Um, I forgot who you were kind of thinking Lolo. would be that. You were thinking it was going to be Lolo. Both thinking it would be like one of these powerful athletic girls that we're going to take over that Shannon Elizabeth mm-hmm. playing too hard, too fast. But boom, out of nowhere, I, I thought he was going to be a decent player, but Jonathan just, he, he was playing too fast. He couldn't realize what was going on. So yeah. pretty interesting week. Um, so and I got to say, I think Big Brother Celebrity delivered. It did. A um, lot. I think it's time that we say goodbye to our fallen celebrities. We both lost one. Anthony. We didn't think you could play Big Brother. Turns out you weren't. 
Thanks for twisting it up. Sorry you couldn't stay longer in the BB house than you did in the White House. We might miss you, Mooch. Anthony Scare Amucci. The Mooch. I didn't think you would go far in the house, but then it turns out you were never really in the house. Was this always the plan? Did you quit? Did you get fired? I guess we'll never know. I was forced to draft you with the last pick, so no biggie. I just wanted to say, you lasted longer in the White House than on Big Brother. Jonathan. I gotta say, I was impressed. You came in to play this game. You just started playing too fast and too furious. Sometimes, using the NOS isn't a good idea. It's not smart to keep secrets from ladies. Didn't you learn anything from Mean Girls? I just want to say, this is what you get when you mess with Tom Green. Goodbye, Jonathan. Raise your hand if you've ever been personally victimized by Jonathan Bennett. You were my first pick, but you went too hard too soon. That's not very gruel of you. You saved Dee in the Lohan, probably because her hair is full of secrets. Quad Squad lost a great player that never even played. And your time here was oh so not fetch. Um, Jonathan's gone. Huge void in the house. Now we know that Ryan cannot compete in this HOH coming up. Um, who do you think are the odds to win this competition? Do you have any thoughts of maybe what you think we're going to see? I feel like we haven't hit an endurance competition yet. Well, I think, actually, well, it depends on what kind of it is. But I think endurance comp, like someone like Lolo Jones and possibly Joey. Maybe I think, Ricky could... And for endurance comp, it depends on what it is. He's got that lung capacity, I, though. I don't, it's it's good mon. Um, I don't <laughs> think that it would be an endurance comp right off the bat because usually when we do these uh, live evictions, mm-hmm. we cut to the backyard yeah, to go a into point. a thing, and then we kind of watch point. it, and it's supposed to tie you into the live feed. So I just think, uh, who do you think would benefit the most from being the HOH next week? I think Cato would benefit the most from being HOH next week uh, because he showed that he can play with his brain. And that probably makes these beast mode cowboys a little bit stressed out. I think Cato would be great to win next week. He'd be safe for a whole nother week. It sounds like he's kind of figuring out what's going on. And it also, because I'm really rooting for Tom Green in this, that would be the best for Tom Green's game because it doesn't get blood on his hands, but yet... Cato and him are kind of on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, the person that benefit the most from winning HOH would be Candy, but I don't really think she has it in her. So I think no matter what the outcome is, we're looking at Dina and Candy are going to be put on the block next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a toss-up who's going to go home because I think whoever's winning head of household is just simply just trying to get uh, least blood on their hands this week. So, yeah. Ricky Williams is the one that scares me if he wins, even though he is on my team because he just showed that he just doesn't care. He'll just stir stuff up. He so, likes to stir that pot. Although <laughs> I would love to... He likes to do a lot of things with pot. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> I, I think him at HOH would be fun because you'd just be simply laying on the bed going, what's up? <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, this person just came in here and said this, whatever, you know. I'm not, I'm, you know, I I, yeah. I, I got to dig Ricky Williams, but Kato would be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see Natalie do a physical competition just because I want to see her kind of like. We haven't seen her or Kato. Well, you know, we saw Kato in the guess the headline. Comp, yeah, but I'm but saying we like we haven't even with, seen Natalie in any. She's a yet. strong girl and we haven't really seen her do anything yet. 
Lolo, if she wins HOH, do you think she puts Ryan up or what, what does she do? No, I think right now Ryan has shown his loyalty to her from what he did. Well, um, now he has to because he lost his... Uh... <laughs> but he showed it to her by putting up candy. And um, I think if Lolo... I think Lolo puts up candy and Dina as well. I just see all these scenarios. Everyone's just going to put up these people. Yeah, she definitely didn't like Jonathan. Um, so I think she would probably put up Dina. But I think she'd put up Dina and Joey. I think, I mean, look, Quad Squad was a good-looking team, but they're losing me. I mean, it's hard to root for my team when... Well, I think she puts up Candy because she was debating on just voting Candy up because her and Tamar are fighting a lot. That's true. So I just, yeah. That's true, but Joey blew her off, and I don't know. Honestly, like, Lolo's so weird to me. She just, like, comes up with shit in her head. Somebody could just look at her funny, and then she's going to be like, I hate them now, and that'll be it. Like, Ryan could get in her head and say, what is Ricky? So Ricky told you that? Dude, Ricky was totally lying. I never said that. You're my girl. I'm giving Ryan Lochte a lot more credit than Ryan Lochte should ever get mentally, but he he could get in her head, and she could say, like, oh, Ricky just fucked with us? Fuck Ricky, and just get him, put him and Dina up. And say, like, let Dina stay. She's not going to do anything. Ricky won a veto. Get him out of here. I don't know. She was, like, in her interviews before this show even started saying, I have to be careful not to be the Shannon because I'm so good at this game. So she thinks that she's good in her head, which means she's going to try to make big moves that are probably really dumb moves. I think you are giving Ryan too much credit. So let's kind of talk about Ryan a little bit. Ryan did get a lot of blood on his hands this week. And some of it was Jonathan's fault. Um, But some of it is John... On Jonathan's hands, in their heads anyway, so it doesn't even matter. It's almost like the blood's not even on Ryan's hands. The blood's all on Jonathan's. All he has to do is cop out and say, that was Jonathan's idea. Yeah, I just did what Jonathan told me. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Whatever. I'm not going to play like that anymore. Ryan's got some targets. Um, Of course, there's the veto competition. He showed he's pretty good at comps. You would think that he would be a big threat Mm -hmm. now. So you'd think that Ryan would be going up Mm -hmm. because he really isn't aligned with anyone, or is he? He might be kind of with Lolo now. Now, is Natalie going to be smart and just shut up and be like, no, it's fine. Let's let Lolo and what's-his-face do their thing and I'll just be quiet. Or is Natalie going to get pissed because, wait, Lolo, we had a final two. What the hell? We'll see how he does because I think a lot of this had to do with Jonathan being there. Yeah. I think he's going to be kind of lost without him. Yeah, he had a brain with him. He was shocked. He was shocked. He was. That... Jonathan got voted out with a vote of six to one. Mm-hmm. So I'd be really curious to see like what was his campaigning for Jonathan yeah. at all. Because yeah. he looks shocked. Um, it brings a question, does he think that everyone is just going to vote Candy out? Maybe. So we'll see. But Ryan Lochte, uh, it's not looking good for him. <laughs> like I said, I still think whoever it is might just end up doing the safe route. And maybe it's a backdoor plan for Ryan. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you got to be fearing for Ryan, Dina, and Candy. Yeah. Who are you ready to see go next week? Oh, who am I ready to see go? That's tough. I kind of want to like uh, say Dina um, overall because it, she's barely doing any diary cams that we see on TV. And I don't see any social game. Yeah. I don't really see any kind of competitive game. Right. I just think floater and eventually, you know, someone will keep them around as votes. So that could be her only strength. But I'm kind of ready to see it go because we've seen where this goes over and over. They just kind of go with the flow. I feel the same way about Joey, too, which sucks because he's on my team, too. Both of them are on my team. And I'm just like, I don't see either of them diary camming. Now, let's be honest. 
the people we have seen diary cam have diary cammed with the best of the diary cams. So maybe they're just not bringing it like the others are. And that's why in this very busy week of events, they're not, we're not seeing them talk too much. But unless I can see Joey or Dina get in an argument, an altercation, or win a competition this week, I don't really care to see them play anymore. I want to talk a little briefly about Candy and Tamar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know where to begin, but apparently something happened in their past where they're on tour together. and Yeah. Can- I mean, Candy and her group tried to screw up Tamar when look, she was on stage. I'm going to tell you a little secret about girls. We are either friends or we are enemies. There is no in-between. So if these two girls were involved in a tour together and they are not people that still chat here and there, they're enemies. I don't know if it's jealousy or if there was a man involved. Here's my proposal. They should keep it up, but they should actually work together. Oh, yeah. So they work together on the side, forming two different alliances, but at the end of the day, it'll just be them final two. I thought this was kind of an interesting cast at first, but I think this is really delivered. It's and I'm, I'm better in, than so. last season. So Anthony Scaramucci officially out of our lives, out of Big Brother. Do you think he's going to be a twist for any more competitions? I mean, maybe he'll pop back in to host another comp or something like that. He's got to earn that 100K. You really never stood a chance, though. Right? No. But that's why I wonder, like, did he get in the house and then he said, I'm leaving day one. And they were like, dude, 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 dude. Okay, look, look, we'll come up with a real cool thing for you. We'll do this whole thing. And that's it. Like, did that happen? Or was this a plan all along? We will never know. I think uh, at first I'm really on the side of he just wanted to quit the show and not want to do this anymore. So they kind of turn it into a twist. But the more and more I think about it, I honestly feel he was probably the last person to ask me on the show. They had 11 last year. He There was 12 this year, so there definitely was a bonus person. Then they had the following uh, Celebrity Big Brother Season 1. So maybe Scaramucci was really thrown in there, because if you really look at this whole list, it's a, it's a confusing one to be put on there. You know, maybe they weren't getting the Amorosa gossip of Trump that they wanted to, but he talked about, he brought the White House into a zinger over and over you just be like, oh, that gold veto looks like one of Trump's toilets. You right. Know, just and saying like, all that stuff. It didn't stuff. make any sense. And then when you see it in competition form, I mean, that could it have makes, been bravo, yeah. big brother. Bravo, bravo, big brother. However, how whatever the reason is. I think my best memory, though, was seeing him in that cowboy outfit because I think Cato said he looks like a little kid when you put the quarter <laughs> in the rocking horse. Uh, that's what he looked like. He did. Um Seems like a decent enough guy, just very awkward looking a little bit. It's, but um, I yeah. mean nothing but love, Mooch. I drafted you because I was forced to draft you. Um, I'm sure he's listening and crying he at is. home right now. He is. I hate to say that I'm currently a, a bum is on my veto fan, but I'm a bum is on my veto fan. We got Tom Green. We got Kato Kalen. We got Ricky Williams. We got Candy, don't know your last name. And we got Lolo Jones. And we had the Mooch who was never really there. Right, and the quad squad is left with Eva Marie, Tamar Braxton, Joey Lawrence, Dina Lohan, Ryan Lochte, because we have lost Jonathan Bennett. Now looking at my team, who's my top dog? And I guess it's Natalie. I'd say it's Natalie, Eva Marie, or Ryan Lochte, if he can... um... If Ryan can win back the hearts of America, he can win back the hearts of this Big Brother house. In typical fashion with my team, the Mooch knew he was going out, but he still took one for the team and he paired up uh, Tom and Cato, Tomato. <laughs> he did. 
So that was teamwork there. That's simply like that's like Independence Day when Randy Quaid, his missile is <laughs> malfunctioning, but he took one for the team and he sacrificed his safety to save the rest of the team. That's true. In the words of my country, up yours. So do you have more respect for Anthony Scaramucci now? No. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Max. Uh, you can now listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Please remember to rate and review us. We will be back again next week for another Big Brother recap. I'm Juliet. And I'm Max. And this is the Little Brother Podcast on the Grillin' Out Network. Thanks for listening. Next week, guys. 